Hi, this is Mark. Thank you for joining me on Words of Truth. I appreciate you coming along today. Today we're going to be talking about God's comfort. I've always loved the words from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4 that says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Don't you just love those verses? Not only does it remind me where I can turn to when I need comfort, but it also encourages me to be a comfort to other people. I mean, look at the words Paul uses to describe God. He calls God the Father of mercies and God of all comfort. The idea of comfort is a major topic in the Bible that addressed that is addressed throughout the scriptures. For example, in Isaiah chapter 66, verse 13, it says, As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you, and you will be comforted in Jerusalem. That's God speaking. In Isaiah chapter 51, verse 3, it tells us, Indeed, the Lord will comfort Zion. We find the prophet saying in Isaiah chapter 40, in verse 1, Comfort, O comfort my people, says your God. And then over in the New Testament, we find Matthew writes in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 4, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be, what, comforted. And Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation. Now that's a lot of comfort, wouldn't you agree? (laughs) Now, when we think of God's comfort... We usually think of it in terms of God consoling us when we're hurting. What does that mean? What do we do when we console one another? Well, we say or we do something to try and comfort them. Uh, When somebody dies, for example, we might take a meal to the grieving family, or we might offer a hug or a prayer or just sit and cry with them. Uh, When a child falls down and skins their knee, Mom comes along with a hug and a kiss and some tender words and cleans off the wound. I wonder if that's what it means to receive God's comfort. Isaiah wrote, comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. If we keep that verse in its original context, we see that God was wanting to encourage his people as they were being carried off into exile by by their enemies. God was using the words of his prophet to ease their stress, letting them know that they could turn to him for strength in their trial. And in 2 Corinthians 1, Paul said that God comforts us in all our tribulation. The word tribulation means distress, affliction, or trouble. In other words, when when we go through dark times in our lives, maybe something happens that brings on a spirit of depression, or there's a job loss that causes uncertainty in how the bills are going to be paid, or maybe you're having trouble with somebody at work and you dread going to work every day. Whenever we go through these dark times, God wants to be our source of comfort. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 13 says, As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you, and you will be comforted in Jerusalem. You see, sometimes the greatest comfort God can give to us is to let us feel his presence. 
But the idea of comfort in Scripture goes well beyond consoling. It almost uh, it also means to encourage. In fact, some translations of the Bible actually use the word encourage. The word encourage means to put courage into someone. In the New Testament, for example, the word comfort is two Greek words put together. Part of the word means to be called, and the other part means alongside. So we can conclude that to comfort someone is to come alongside of them and put courage in them. It's what a coach does before his team heads out onto the field of competition before a team that's superior to them. It's what a general does when he sends his soldiers onto the battlefield and what a parent does when she sends her timid child to university for the first time. Courage is instilled in them. Jesus used the word in relation to the ministry of the Holy Spirit. He said in John chapter 14, verse 16, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper. Another word for that word helper, helper is comforter, that he may abide with you forever. In the King James Version, it actually calls the Spirit the comforter. In other, in other translations, the Holy Spirit is called the helper, as in the ESV. Before Jesus ascended to heaven, he encouraged his disciples by telling them that he would send to them another one just like him. And one of the ministries of the Holy Spirit is to come alongside of us and to lift us up. His ministry is to encourage us. You see, whatever we go through in life, God is there to help. He's the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. There's no situation that's too messy for him. There's no question that he can't answer. There's no sin that he can't forgive. There's no weakness he can't strengthen. There's no battle he can't win. There's no impossible that he can't make possible. God is our never-ending source of all mercy and comfort. Lean on him. Let him be your comfort in your dark times. Thanks for listening today. I hope you'll join me again next week.